It's disturbing video, the last minutes of George Floyd's life, as witnesses desperately plead with cops to get off his neck. This is America. Radical left criminals, thugs, and others Don't will not be allowed to set communities ablaze. This is America. No justice, no peace. No justice, no peace. Look what I'm whipping up. Police be tripping up. Yeah, this is America. Guns in my area. I got the strap. I gotta carry them. This is America as we know it. I'm Ashley. And I'm Dylan. And this week we found it super important to focus on black women because as we know, Breonna Taylor was murdered in her home while she was sleeping and her killers have still not been arrested. And we are kind of intrigued by the reasons maybe why, because there was such an outrage for George Floyd. We just thought it was important to hear the thoughts all together of a powerful black woman. So we decided to talk to Fanchon Page. She is the president of Miss Black Ohio. She's been recognized by the State House of Representatives, the city of Columbus, Mayor Michael B. Coleman for the work that she's done within the community. She's kind of a big deal when it comes to black women in Columbus. So we wanted to speak directly to her. So tell me about how Miss Black Ohio helped you become this person who is in people's heads. So we are, I have to say, we are the longest running black pageant in Ohio. It's really working on self-esteem building for young women of color. But some of the things we do are community, mainly community related. Yeah. We look for opportunities to create a, a path for us to network and make sure that our young ladies are being represented. Absolutely. What's interesting is that I competed when I was in my early 20s and then never done a pageant before. Um, it's just been a great avenue for me because I, I think back to my early 20s, not sure what I would be doing now had I not won the pageant. I have no clue um, because it's just been such a major impact and and shaping my adult life. No doubt it's for the better. It was a blessing in disguise, so I'm thankful for that. So on a more serious note, as someone who's an expert at representing and marketing young women, someone who hasn't been represented as much as we would like to see is Brianna Taylor. And oh, um, absolutely. because you're someone in the position that you're in, I wanted you to get your thoughts mm-hmm. on her and why there isn't as much push for her justice as there was for George mm-hmm. Floyd and what do you think about organizations like the WNBA and what they're doing to get justice? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm all in support of that. I think it's, um, it's such a tragic situation that happened with no real consequences to it. And unfortunately it's, it happens all the time. And I think the overshadow with George was that it was on video. Everyone could see it. It was live, you know, and at that moment we were all still in time basically because of COVID and we could see and we watched and we heard. Mm -hmm. Whereas with Brianna, we just have the secondhand information. We know her boyfriend was, was going to take the fall forward had not the organization stood up for him and, and, you know, made a fight for his case that, no, he should not be charged. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that's the difference. I really think that's the only difference. I think people truly are in support of the officers being arrested and being accountable for their actions. And so I think in time we will see those accountabilities take place. I think we still have to go through a little bit more through our movement, through our voices to make sure that she is not forgotten and that right. every day we make sure that people remember Rihanna Taylor 
George's death did bring a lot to light, and it touched people of all different backgrounds across the world. But, you know, I think justice should be for Brianna. And unfortunate that she was at home in her comfort of home, Mm -hmm. and her life was still taken. And the tragic part about it is that she was where she should have been. Now, they did sense they passed that legislation about um, it being illegal now for a no-knock warrant, if I uh, remember no, so correctly. That's correct. yep. And so mm-hmm. at least we do have that change coming out of that, but it is so unfortunate altogether. And, you know, I, I like hearing your take on it because I know that a lot of black women are outraged because you know it seems that black women get pushed to the side and Mm -hmm. i kind of wanted to know your thoughts on you know i i know it's not a competition but you know black women having to work even harder to get to where even a black man stands in success Mm -hmm. um i think it is unfortunate that it's encrypted into our our dna the fabric of society one it took women of color even longer to to realize their worth because of You know, the scenarios around, they were the homekeepers. They stayed at home where the husbands worked. Mm -hmm. But I just think that we just have to um, really focus on building up the community, black men and women and people of color, that they are able to get education. They're able to have those jobs and be able to be in those positions and have a seat at the table where when situations like this happen with Breonna Taylor and George, We've got people that are there to speak up for them. Yes. You know, but what I'm excited about is that there are a lot of women who are running for political positions. Yes. I think that's fascinating. That's exactly (laughs) what we were about to ask you about next is, (laughs) you know, um, there it it just was reported that a record number of black women are set to run for Congress. So Mm -hmm. I wanted to know um, kind of what your thoughts on the importance of that is and what that can do to help change. And you did touch on that. But what do you think? the main goal is i think it's absolutely wonderful to see women in position and i watch the hearings all the time that they have on you know different cases or just just watching um you know the congress at play we could use a lot more women you know although women are stepping up and they're taking on those leadership roles i think it's going to be really good because in the future it will be made up of people who look like everybody that makes up the country and not just one given race of people yes and so that's so exciting and um i wish them all the best because it's needed and like I said, their voices are heard. I mean, Stacey Abrams, we didn't really hear about her until she stood up and started running for office. At least I didn't personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just following her and just, just listening to her, she's a phenomenal speaker, educator, and she really brings a lot to the table as far as people who look like me, you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, and having that voice. I think it's going to really change and shape, no doubt, our future and yeah. how we look at women of color and the role that they play in changing our society. I have a unique story in that I I am a woman of color and I grew up in a white family. And so I think representation is super important because I remember having a black Barbie doll and... Mm-hmm 
the only thing that I knew to name this Barbie doll was Oprah. <laughs> so I was like, Oprah, I see her on TV. And I just, you know, I think it's important to have exactly like you said, um, representation in Congress and in p- mm-hmm. these places of position so that we can, you know, see ourselves and our young women and our young girls can see their selves in the media. And that's really cool. I guess to finish this off, I I want to know what you think that we as a community can do to support and uplift young black women, um, not just on the, you know, the the powerful end, but the, somebody sitting at home right now who may be listening. Mm-hmm. What can they do to help support and uplift young black women? Wow, that's a great question. I think there's a lot that we could do to really uplift them, especially, like I said, when we are, you know, we have a lot of downtime due to the COVID situation and a lot of people are at home and trying to figure out what their next steps are going to be. Mm-hmm. I think this really being positive as adults, I think it's extremely important that we set the tone for young women. I think it's important that we have conversations with young women and build, um, you know, we don't necessarily have to have a major, major platform around it. I think mm-hmm. we just need to be able to connect and engage with young women, whether we're building up, um, you know, our social media sites to target young women um, to help them know what some of the issues are. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we started a campaign um, last Sunday for through the pageant that we we're going to target at least a thousand young people. We didn't just specify to women, but target a thousand young people because we learned that there are 400,000 um, teens that will turn that are now 17 that will turn 18 before election that will make them eligible to vote. Oh, my gosh. So, yep. So for Ohio, we really want to tap into that and make our voice heard in that it's important to get these young people registered to vote. Mm-hmm. A lot of times they don't feel like these issues will impact them. And it might not impact them, but it will impact their children. Right. And so I always kind of think of like the civil rights movement. The movement didn't necessarily happen for the people who were in the movement at the time. It benefited us years later. So, you know, a lot of times when you hear people say, oh, I'm not voting in this election. Well, it's not this election that's going to really make the difference. It's what the policies and laws that are going to come out of that that will affect your generation's generation. So if we don't do anything, if we don't act now, then, you know, we we can really be looking at some some serious issues later on down the line. But like I said, I think really just making sure these young women know that they are valued, their voice matters, get them involved in some local issues, but just get them engaged and talk with them and and educate them, guide them. They're the ones that are going to be in the future, you know, so we need to make sure that they, they know things that are important that's going to help shape the world that they'll be living in. So I think Fanchon made a great point in that, you know, we need more black women in, you know, powerful positions and we need to hear their voices, but also guide the young ones in the right direction. Right. Yes. And I also like the fact that she brought up the fact that more women are running in political office and Congress when we had plans of asking her that. And she was kind of already all over it as someone who kind of is a guide for young women in the area and is someone who wants to push them into being in more powerful positions in society. Right. And I think that she made a great point in the fact that maybe voting right now doesn't change what's happening right in this second. It it won't affect someone right now, but it 
it will affect people down the line. And, you know, I'm looking at you. You have a daughter of color. And and what do you feel about it affecting her? You know, I really like that she pointed out that we need more representation that actually represents the demographics of America. Yes. And in the future, hopefully we get closer to that point where it's not just mostly white men. It's all different races, all different genders, sexes, creeds, whatever, Mm -hmm. that the political system in our country is a closer representation to what our population looks like. It was great that she brought that up. And I think that, you know, hopefully if we keep having these conversations, conversations, we can keep pushing for those changes to be made so that we can get those powerful people in office. Thanks again to Fanchon. Make sure to check out Miss Black Ohio and what they have going on on their Facebook page. We have our Facebook page, America As We Know It podcast, and we're on Instagram at America As We Know It. Feel free to drop your thoughts there. And again, thank you so much for listening. My name is Ashley. And I'm Dylan. And this is America As We Know It. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Police be tripping now. Yeah, this is America. Guns in my area. I got the strap. I gotta carry them.